Section 117 of The Wonder Garden. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Blaine Jushaw, Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. The Wonder Garden by Francis Jenkins Alcott. With Marvelous Farm Things. The Green Plumes of Mondamin. All around the happy village stood the maize-fields, green and shining, waved the green plumes of Mondamin, waved his soft and sunny tresses, filling all the land with plenty. T'was the woman who in springtime planted the broad fields and fruitful, buried in the earth Mondamin. Summer passed, and Shawandasay breathed his sighs o'er all the landscape. From the Southland sent his ardors, wafted kisses warm and tender, and the maize-field grew and ripened, till it stood in all the splendor of its garments green and yellow, of its tassels and its plumage, and the maize-ears full and shining, gleamed from bursting sheaths of verdure. Then Nokomis, the old woman, spake, and said to Minnehaha, let us gather in the harvest let us wrestle with mondamin strip him of his plumes and tassels of his garments green and yellow from henry wadsworth longfellow's song of hiawatha condensed the proud buckwheat often after a thunderstorm when one passes a field of buckwheat one sees the grain all blackened and singed it looks as if a fire had passed over it then the farmer says the lightning did it but this is what a sparrow told me about it. The sparrow heard it from an old willow tree that stood by a buckwheat field and stands there yet. It's quite an old tree and crippled from age. It is burst in the middle and grass and brambles grow out of its cleft. The tree leans forward and its branches hang down to the ground like long green hair. This is what the sparrow told. In the fields around the willow tree grain was growing, not only rye and barley, but also oats, yes, the most capital oats, which, when ripe, looked like many little canary birds sitting on a spray, and the oats and the other grains in the field stood there smiling, and the richer their ears, the lower they bent in pious humility. But there was also a field of buckwheat near the old willow tree. The buckwheat did not bend at all like the other grains, but stood proudly and stiffly. I am as rich as any ear of grain, said the buckwheat. Besides, I am much handsomer. My flowers are as beautiful as the apple blossoms. It's quite a delight for anyone to look at me or mine. Do you know anything more splendid than we are, you old willow tree? And the willow tree nodded his head, just as if to say, yes, that's true enough. But the buckwheat spread itself out from sheer vanity and said, The stupid tree, he's so old that the grass grows in his body. Now a terrible storm came on. All the field flowers folded their leaves together and bowed their heads while the storm passed over them. But the buckwheat stood erect in its pride. Bow your head like us, said all the flowers. I've not the slightest reason to do so, said the buckwheat. "'Bend your head as we do,' cried all the other grains. "'The storm comes flying. He has wings that reach from the clouds to the earth. He'll beat you to pieces before you can cry for mercy.' "'Yes, but I will not bend,' said the buckwheat. "'Shut up your flowers and bow your leaves,' said the old willow tree. "'Don't look up at the lightning when the cloud bursts open. Even men do not do that, for in the lightning one may see into heaven, but that dazzles even men.' And what would happen to us if we dared to do so, we the plants of the field that are so much less worthy than they? So much less worthy, cried the buckwheat. Now I'll look straight up into heaven. And the buckwheat did so in his pride and boasting. 
it was as if the whole world were on fire so bright was the lightning and when the storm was passed by the flowers and the grains stood in the still pure air refreshed by the rain but the buckwheat was turned coal black by the lightning and it was like a dead weed upon the field and the old willow tree waved its branches in the wind and great drops of water fell from its leaves just as if the tree wept and the sparrows asked why do you weep here everything is so cheerful see how the sun shines see how the clouds sail by do you not breathe the scent of flowers and bushes why do you weep willow tree and the willow tree told them of the pride of the buckwheat of its boasting and of the punishment that always follows such sin and i who tell you this tale have heard it from the sparrows they told it to me one evening when i begged them for a story hans christian anderson adapted End of section 117.